Welcome, everybody. Good to have you with us. Welcome to Lickin' on Lending, a weekly mortgage market update providing up-to-the-minute information on interest rates, loan programs, and hot industry news, all related to the mortgage industry. Brought to you by Transformational Mortgage Solutions. To participate in today's program, our guest call in line is 646 716 4972. Now, here's your host of Lickin' on Lending, David Lickin. Let's begin. Welcome, everybody. So good to have you joining us. This is February 1st, 2021. How about that? How time does fly when you're busy and having fun. This podcast is created by mortgage professionals. It is for mortgage professionals, and we're so grateful to have you as our listeners. We say that each and every week, and have been saying that for nearly 10 years. We've been doing this podcast a little over 10 years. I created that opening comment a number of years ago, probably nine years ago. Anyway, so we say it each week, but it's true. We're just so grateful to have you. Again, our best reward is to hear that you are listening and thousands and thousands of other mortgage professionals and real estate professionals or those interested in our industry are listening as well. As a result, our commitment is to bring you timely information and audio format that you can listen to anytime and anywhere. In our hot topic segment today, we have a friend of mine, Scott Harris, CEO and founder of Social Survey, will be joining us. In fact, they're going to be making an announcement today live on our podcast about the rebranding of the company. So we're going to really stay involved all the way to the hot topic segment. Not going to want to miss this. Last week's hot topic with Dr. Doug Duggan, the chief economist for Fannie Mae was really well listened to and check out some of the latest links. We're so grateful to our relationship with the GSEs, Fanny, Freddie, and for them being a part of this. We're also so grateful for our sponsorship with the Mortgage Bankers Association of America. Make sure to go listen to the January 4th interview of Michael Frattentoni. Michael is the chief economist for the NBA. We had a great interview talking about where the NBA's forecast is for the new year. We covered a lot of forecasts in the new year, wrapping it up last week with Doug Duncan. Also, Finastro, whose Fusion Mortgage Bot Solution helps you create a powerful and simplified borrowing experience for your lenders. So check out Finastra's Mortgage Bot Solution. Also, we had Dan Putney on with some interesting survey data. That was on January 11th. Check that one out. Also, Lenders One and Mortgage Collaborative. These two co-ops are great ways for you to connect with peers and vendor members. And we're members of both of these co-ops. They both do a great job of helping you as lenders interact with your peer group. We were talking to um, one of my clients who's a member of one of the groups and was saying, boy, the peer analysis we got out of that was so valuable. It's amazing. So check out Lenders One and the Mortgage Collaborative. Great co-ops to join. We belong to both of them. Also, the Community Mortgage Letters of America. Listen to the interview we did with Michael Jones on September 21st, 2020, as well as Indicom, partners with lenders and servicers and mortgage insurers and title insurance companies to help achieve one specific goal, and that is to help them grow. Check out the interview we did with Linda Bomar, August 31st. Also, Incelerate, who helps lenders close more loans by engaging better with borrowers, prospects, and past customers, August 17th, we interviewed Josh Friend. Also, Knowledge Coop, Mobility RE, 
are two great companies. Knowledge Group does a great job of their training. Mobility RE helps you make sure you connect with loan officers, as does Modex. Both Modex and Mobility RE have a similar product. We have more and more clients signing up for both services because how they complement each other. But check out both of these. It accesses the NMLS data, and both of these companies will bring that to you in different ways. Again, I recommend you check them out. Finally, I want to say a special thank you to Alice, Alan, Matt for their contributions each and every week to this podcast. Welcome, everybody, to the Lickin' on Lending Hot Topics segment. We've got Scott Harris joining us. He is the CEO and founder of Social Survey. So anyway, Social Survey is rebranding. Let's hear this. <laughs> so honored that you would come on, Scott, on the podcast to talk about that. Social Survey is a great product, but talk a little bit about what Social Survey is. Well, we're an experience management platform now. So we focus on helping companies get all the value out of the voice of customer and voice of employee. So that means a lot and it continues to expand, but we are truly an experience management platform. And you, you, had, a big, you had a big part in that, Dave. I remember early days. Just sort of reminiscing. We were sharing rooms and, and oh, yeah. driving to conferences and driving back and barely uh, <laughs> barely had two nickels to rub together just trying to get this thing off the ground. And I remember sitting with you at a conference. You were graciously giving us your time. And you said, you got to narrow this thing down. You got to easily, with three words or so, tell people what this is. That was a great day. We'll sit around and talk about it for the rest of our lives. It was just one of those unusual events. Mm. Well, we do this, and it sounds like this. I mean, it's interesting because I had the same conversation with my brothers getting into consulting. I said, Dan, what's your why? And he struggled to get it out. I said, you got to get it down. So anyway, what are you doing this year for building value for the mortgage industry? You've done so much, and I want to talk about that. So I think that we are so lucky to have started with this complex, engaged group of folks. So when you think about voice of customer, social survey, it was a survey platform that collected voice of customer and shared it, right? Very good name at the time for what we did. But starting in mortgage, a lot different than all of our competitors, they, most of our competitors started like location-based reputation or they right. just long-form operational surveys, right? But we started in mortgage. And there was a loan officer that was a route to market, and the loan officer needed to do stuff with voice of customer, sharing and reputation. Then there were locations, and they needed to do stuff with the voice of customer. And then there were regions, and many of those, because of the way we're built, had different brands altogether, right? Lots of DBAs in this category. Right. And then as you go, you have regulation and escalation, and you have this fantastic group of people that always say, like, as we built this out, they say, can I do this? Can you share it here? Can you make it do this? Can you rank? Can you Right? And so this, they, they, they were the very engaged group of people. And then we created the, the CreateWow Summit. And then we created our partner advisory board. Yeah. And so when you think about the way we evolved, it was just listening to our voice of customer. And as we evolved and kept challenging it to do more, it got bigger and better and more powerful. And I like to think about it like a, a ripe fruit. And if all you're doing is collecting voice of customer, then you're just barely squeezing the juice out of that fruit. But if you mm -hmm. collect voice of customer, use it to engage people, use it to retain people, use it to create new business, use it to make data-driven decisions, use it everywhere that you can use it, then the ROI, you just keep squeezing and there's just more and more juice. And that's what we learned. And so we built, whether it was the Create Wow book or the Create Wow Summit or all the voice of customer, just this massively engagement. And we don't lose customers, right? So a lot of our customers have been on for years and years since it's we started. Well, I, guess, I say years and years, 2015. And so what happened was coming out of the book, we just took all that learning 
And then to write the book, you had to learn what all your competitors are doing. You can't just take a position without just a knowledge of what everyone's doing and why they're doing it. And so coming out of that and with all the stuff we learned, we said, guys, I think we have a roadmap for the future of a category here. And so 18 months ago, we just dug in and we've invested millions of dollars and lots of developers and lots of moving parts. And we built the future of customer experience management. I, I love that roadmap. And it really is about experience. So talk about your new name. I'm, I'm going to miss social survey because I thought it was a great name, but I love what you're really doing. As the roadmap came together, Dave, we said this thing is not social survey. It breaks my heart to lose social survey, but I got to be honest with you. Me and the team got together and we said, like, what is this thing going to be, right? And we said, this is the best platform. It deserves the best name. And the name we kept coming back to was the name of the category itself. We're like, wouldn't it be great if we just be experienced? And it's like, experience wasn't for sale. They wanted like $8 million. In other words, go away. Um, and so <laughs> I can't believe somebody didn't buy it for $8 million. But later this year, Rebecca and our marketing group uh, had stayed connected to those folks and they were ready to divest in some assets. Now, it wasn't inexpensive, but when you think about CX, last yeah. year, $510 billion was spent on CX tech and most of it legacy tech, right? Mm -hmm. And so when they came up to us with a price, she said, it's going to cost this much was just close to a million bucks, right? And she came to me and I thought about it for a second. I said, yep, buy it. And she goes, wait, what? You want to think about it? I was like, no, buy it. That's a deal. Tell them if they'll give you your price tonight, then we'll shake on it tonight. So yeah. unbelievably, weareexperience.com. Right? I love the name and, and then so you have this, the, the platform. Talk about that. I'll be honest with you. Just think about our audience and mortgage. Now, this platform works for every vertical, and we're growing really fast. Like now, this new thing, a company comes in one way, shape, or form, but now they log in, and whether it's servicing or it's their call centers or their HR team or their distributed retail group or whatever it is, they have an account for that group, and then they go into that group, and then they have hierarchy management for that group, and then they are able to measure at whatever moment and you skip logic and conditional logic. And let's just pick one, distributed retail, right? Which is the one that made us big. They can send a mid-process survey just very quickly from a loan officer, how's this going so far? They can send another survey from a processor about documentation. They could send a canceled loan survey when somebody canceled because that costs us money. There's a hedging loss there, mm -hmm. right? So they can find out why people are canceling. And the ROI of that is, it seems pretty big. They can send a whole different survey to purchasers than they send a refi. They could say when someone's unhappy, they could auto redirect them to a longer form to dig in. When maybe they want to send a different survey completely to a real estate agent at the end. It's literally skip logic, conditional logic, and then they want to take certain questions and connect it to employees' behaviors and then drive those behaviors and they want to use our platform to connect it to their payroll automatically. All of that's automated. So we're kind of saying, we kind of where Qualtrics meets X, right? This really agile methodology for collecting uh, journey moments, connecting them to people, engaging people. But then there's the whole reputation side. Where else do you want that data other than a CEO's report, other right. than a behavioral integration. Let's put it on listings, reviews. Let's put it on third-party reviews like Google. Let's put it on your website. Let's put it on social media. Let's put it everywhere. What we realize is that collecting data, analyzing that data, and acting on it is all one thing. That's the future of CX. Experience Management Platform, XMP. The XMP, XMP. experience.com. Yeah. And so and that has a score associated, just like Social Security does. And I love the fact that you can do it intra- 
transaction while the transaction is still rolling along. How's this going? Get early warning signs rather than waiting in the end. That's very, very good. When you gave out the award, this is a slight departure off of the new name, but I love how you honor companies that are performing in just real excellence in the area down to the loan officer level. Just briefly touch on how you give out annual awards. Are you going to continue with that with experience? You have to, but we're coming up with an experience score to take a look at everything the internet says about a person and bring it all together Mm -hmm. as one score now that we own the domain. But look, this industry has a lot of really fantastic people. We connect to the data. We survey all the customers. And when we got started, we had some conversations with some of these executives where they said, you need to remove that review. We pay you. You need to remove it. But I'm (laughs) telling you now that they get it, and we've never done that. I've seen people say they'll fire a loan officer before they'll remove a review. It matters so much. The way that these companies that we work with have excellence as a standard, man. You start to see in your benchmarks the micro deltas Mm -hmm. between one company and another and what's operational. Right? They have some operational weaknesses because when a top loan officer at one company doesn't fit into the top 10 at another, it's an operational issue. Right? Mm-hmm. So the data starts to get real telling and we can work with companies and consult and say, look, the data is saying that you've got too many people touching this file. Let me show you what's different at your company than other companies just using the data. But it's always a difference between 91 NPSs and 86 NPSs, right? Yeah. The companies are so good. There's so many great companies. So yes, we can't stop benchmarking. We have to continue yeah. that. When you start the, the experience, when we were interviewing you and uh, you were announcing the awards on our program, gosh, that was a while back now. It was just so fascinating, the excellence that's there. Could you talk a little bit about what is the new experience platform how does it compare to what you did before, expanding quite a bit? I don't remember you doing the intra-loan surveys. I think that sounded new to me. What is it? Yeah. You just take everything we learned and couldn't expand on, right? I mean, people had to log in to do a second survey. They had to log in a second time. They had to get a whole different account for their servicing group or a whole different account for their call center group. We didn't have chat. We didn't have sites. This is a very expanded use case, but the gut is still the ability to connect to the data, to automate collection, to connect that to people and engagement, and then to drive business outcomes. But yes, it's very different. This is why we are taking one customer at a time, slowly moving them over, teaching them all the power of it, because it's a 10X. I'm looking over here at the survey that Lawrence McKinley sent over here, and uh, very impressive. But let's get over to some questions with Alice. Alice, any questions on the uh, customer experience. Well, I'm at the website now. How amazing to have experience.com. I keep pinching myself. There's been a lot of nostalgia this morning where people go, do you remember? Do you remember? And I have to keep going off camera so I can wipe my eyes, right? Because it's such a big thing for our company. And honestly, even though that was a tremendous investment, it feels like a nothing compared to all the value we're already getting. So yeah, thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome. Well, so I guess my question is, this is an area that in my world at the company, I know is huge for the company. We actually have a digital experience officer, and I'm Mm. still learning everything about that side of it because it is so absolutely critical in understanding that customer experience and then really know how to process it. So it's one thing, I think, to get the information. Does the system also help process outcomes with it. I thought I heard you mention something that it it might assist in kind of closing that loop. Yeah. So just imagine operationalizing CX in real time, right? Think about a rental car company. 
you check in and as you're walking away from the counter, the person who just checked you in hits your phone and says, how was your check-in experience? Think about scanning the card at your hotel and you walk into the hotel room and it knows you walked into the hotel room and it says, would you tell us about your room experience? And you say, well, it's smoky or it's, I don't have enough towels. And three minutes later, because we know how to connect it to the right people at the right time to fix that. But we can also connect that same data to that employee who checked you in and we can connect it to her payroll. So it's driving engagement and excitement and job satisfaction. And we can also connect it to Google My Business and your website and social media. The power of CX is so much more than waiting till the end of your hotel stay or the end of your mortgage transaction and then collecting voice of customer. Because what happens then? What we're really saying to the customer is your experience is over. Tell us about your memory. Right. What we want to say is your experience is in flight. Tell us how we can improve it. It's a very different world. And if you think about Uber, look mm -hmm. at all the behaviors of their drivers that they're driving. If you think about Airbnb, look at how much better our experience is getting since they built their entire platform on, on a CX platform. There are some companies that really get live, active, interactive CX. And if you think about it, if you really ideate it and whiteboard it, every company in America needs to be more connected in real time to user and customer experience and flight. Yeah, that was amazing. I think I wanted to make sure our listeners picked up on all that as well, that detail of moving the process from the end to while it's happening can make all the difference. And I love the aspect of, especially in the mortgage world, how often does the operation side here, you did a good job, right? They have to kind of count on the LO or the post survey to go back and let mm -hmm. them know. And uh, this way, they get to hear it right from the customer as it's happening, and, and that has amazing power. Yeah, there's we're so much power in human interactions, man. I'm telling you, there's so much power in connecting Janet, the processor, to Stephen, the customer. So that'll improve Janet's behaviors. Yeah. It'll make her better at her job, make her communicate better, and it'll make her feel rewarded and excited every time she gets that feedback. That's really good. I love that. Especially when it comes to training. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about it from the training benefit, immediate feedback when it's coming in almost on a real-time basis. It's fascinating. We Not only do we manage, when that person, mid-process surveys or processing or whatever it is, instantly, not only does it go to the processor, but it should go to the team leader and to the section manager or the group manager, right? Mm -hmm. This transforms their daily meetings into high fives and opportunities for improvement. I was just going to say, yeah. especially for a training class that might last for weeks, right? Alan, you're here with a couple of questions. I know. I can feel them. Yes. Actually, I feel like going off the reservation and asking all kinds of questions, but I'm going to stick to the plan. So <laughs> what you talk about, Scott, I am so intrigued. Maybe just talk a little bit about data in motion, know your customer, improve the experience, how to nurture relationships. So first of all, Alan, they're doing it. I want you to know that these people on the platform, these loan officers, and even the call center employees when they get on the platform, there's an interesting dynamic when you import the me, the I, and the interaction. Well, I have nothing to do with that 42 NPS. It has nothing to do with me. I didn't do this, and I didn't do that, and I didn't do the other, and I had nothing to do with that. By the time they call me, they're already upset. But if you survey just me, if it was just about me, if there was two or three questions about me, I get five stars. There's mm -hmm. so much power in that statement, and they're so true. And guess what happens? When we get them on the phone and they know the survey's coming and they're focused on their behaviors, almost 
every time, no matter what happened prior, no matter what happened before, that experience is turned, it's flipped, right? No matter what happened in the leading up to that call that caused the problem, now you have an engaged person. They know a survey's going out. They know there's a high likelihood the customer's going to reply to it. And they know that when it comes to their interactions, they are going to connect with this customer. They're going to make sure that they answer their questions. They're going to get a better one-call resolution. So whatever it is, when you import the I, people will turn the customer's experience around almost every time. It's interesting. And if you think about every journey moment, let's forget these long form operational surveys that are 40, 50 question surveys that we only get two or 3% responses from. Let's connect people to people serving those interactions. And let's watch the magic that happens when we start to think about and respect those interactions. I mean, it can be one question. We can hit their phone. Hey, when I get off here, they're going to hit you one question. People will take a one question survey about Jill who they just got off the phone with. And that is magical for the way it can turn an experience and turn a customer into a retained customer, into a happy customer. You know, it seems pretty obvious, but the value that a mortgage company and LOs gain from this experience platform, again, seems just to be abundantly obvious. But for those that may see this on the negative side, I'm worried. What will people say? Talk to that group that say, I'm not sure I want to bring this in. This actually generates positive behavior. It does. And here's the thing. We have companies that want to launch and are ready to launch and say, look, we're not ready because our service is not that great right now. Right. I understand your turn times are slow. You think you're not ready. You couldn't be more wrong. You are ready for improvement today. And this is a catalyst for improvement, right? Collecting voice of customer at every level in the customer's journey creates accountability and drives the right behaviors and fixes problems. I don't think everyone understands that the kind of improvement that can cause and the kind of energy and excitement and the kind of behavioral changes. And so if you think you're not ready, you don't understand that not being ready is the exact moment you have to dive in, right? Nothing's ever going to be perfect. So when things are terrible, it's the right moment, but it still happens all the time. This is such an opportunity to help you start measuring where you're going. Don't wait until you're already at a level where you think you could start getting the good news now. I want two success stories here. Two signals. We didn't lose a logo in the last six months. And our customers in the last three months have expanded with us 6.7% in the last quarter. Most of that in November and December. That just tells you, once you get on and you start challenging what can CX do for your business and you start to connect the dots, you can't help but want more. Yeah. Oh, there's great stuff here. This is a great system. Let's talk about the website. I'm already on it. Experience.com. What a great name. You can learn more about this. And as we wrap this up, talk about a quick client story, if you have one that comes to mind, where this has just helped them turn their business around. I want to say that this industry is absolutely fantastic. I can't tell you how excited we are to still be a part of this industry. We are expanding beyond it, but this mortgage industry is the reason that we just bought experience.com. These Mm -hmm. companies continuing to do more in our platform, continuing to drive behavior. I have CEOs from top companies in this space that just call me to say, hey, how's it going? Hey, congrats on this. Because the real evolution, my favorite story don't call us a vendor. That's what I love about all of these partners. It's been magical. We got companies like Caliber that use us for 12 different parts of their business. And that's not an outlier. There's a lot of companies like that. So I've got lots of great stories. 
where we're driving behavior and change and seeing all kinds of improvement. But for me, it's the entire industry, Dave. I'm not just saying it, this oh. industry matters and it's really important to us and it's been magical for us. Just give you high fives for what a difference you've made in companies and lives. So it's, it's so good to have you here, friend. Appreciate you taking the time. Congratulations. I don't know what that name cost you, but I suspect it is well worth it. Experience.com. Check it out, folks, and get signed up for the Experience Management Platform X. MP. I love it. What's your XMP score? We love what you're doing and we're so glad to have the partnership we do with you, friend. Appreciate you. All right. Thank you, my friend. Yeah, we'll be talking to you again here soon. Folks, we've had Scott Harris on here previously with Social Survey, still with the same company, but under a new name, experience.com. Be sure to check it out as well as all the things that they can do for you. Great information as I'm perusing through this website. Looking forward to doing so more. We've got Justin Bailey and Todd Jordan of Bellamy coming on next week. They are a survey company, but they do surveys in a different way, not at the customer level. They're doing it on a market basis, looking at the big picture of things. I listened to them give a presentation. I invited them to come on because I thought the value of what they did would be beneficial to you. I want to say a special thank you to our sponsors, Finastra, CMLA, Community Mortgage Lenders Association, as well as Indicom, Accelerate, Mobility RE, and Modex, and of course, all the others on our website. Check them out. Good to have you with us. Have a great week, everybody. Look forward to having you back here next week. You've been listening to Lickin' on Lending, a weekly mortgage market update with your host, David Lickin' of Transformational Mortgage Solutions. Join us next week 